Hello everybody and welcome back to C1S Nightly Updates. I'm your host Chris and this is episode 2, My Car. Now when I say I love my car, I mean I love my car. It's the first car I ever bought. Um, It was brand new, barely any miles on it, less than 20 miles on it and absolutely love it. I'll never forget the day we went and bought it. Me, my dad took me out to go buy a car because it was becoming the time where me and my sister would have had to share a car. And we did share a car for a little bit. So my dad takes me out uh, to go get a car. And he goes, okay, you know, just think about your budget. You know, I was I had two jobs at the time. So I had kind of an estimate of how much I could spend a month on a car payment. So we're walking around and the dealer says, well, let me show you these used cars. And after looking at them, you know, I I just didn't want to buy a used car for my first car. I wanted a a car that will last me a few years, uh, very little mileage because I knew I'd be driving it a lot. So we go look at the new cars and there it was. As soon as I saw it, I knew it was the one I wanted. It was a two-door Chevy Cobalt 2010 and I still have it. I absolutely love the car until I till something happens with it and I got to put money into it and I want to get rid of it and just get a new one. But I know I can't do that. So I absolutely love my car. And now I'm going to tell you a few stories about my car to give you a little background on it. You're probably saying, I can't believe I'm listening to a podcast where this guy's going to talk about his car. But these these stories I have about my car, I mean, they're just, they're just unbelievable, some of them. So... A little bit of a background on my car when I first got it. I was working two jobs at the time and going to college full-time. And I was planning on using the my job that I worked at night. I worked at a uh, packaging facility at night where we handled packages. And they were shipped across the United States. And we would sort the packages. So I decided, you know, I, I, made, a, I made a few, I think it was maybe... 13 or I think it was 12 or 13 dollars an hour back then at night for a few hours every night and it, it was a it was an okay job I mean it paid really well I think that's probably the only reason why I stayed as long as I did so that was one of the stipulations my dad said he said you know you got to keep both your jobs to pay this car off and I said yeah I, I know don't worry about it I'll stay as long as I can you know we'll get the car paid off so there I am working at this place and here comes winter I'm driving home from work. It's probably two or three o'clock in the morning, and at this point, I lived at home with my parents in uh, Pennsylvania. So I'm driving home, and I take back roads all the time, thinking, "Yeah, you know, I always think my car is unstoppable. I think it's like a Jeep Wrangler. Sometimes it's four wheel drive, and nothing can stop it." So I said, "Yeah, I'm feeling a little daredevilish. I'm going to take it down the back roads." So. I'm going down the back roads, and I come up on these hills. And Pennsylvania is pretty pretty hilly, uh, the location where we live. So I'm going up all and down all these hills. I'm like, man, this this car handles great in the winter. So as as soon as I'm starting to come around this bend, you know, we refer to it as the bad S bend, and because it's a, like in the shape of letter S, it goes uphill, and it is just terrible. I mean. There's, there were wrecks on it all the time, and so I, I get to this S-Bend, and it's snow-covered. It, it, like I said, it hasn't been plowed or anything, so uh, my car has the, uh, what's it called, the traction control, and so I just start taking it up nice and easy, and then, I, you know, I, I know I have to go a little bit faster, because it's a tight turn. Normally, you can only go about 15 there, so... 
I'm hitting the gas and I'm just not getting anywhere. And I'm like, man, so I gun it as hard as I can. It's still not going anywhere. Tires are just spinning a little bit because of traction control. So I decided to take the traction control off and I just gun it as hard as I can. And just kicking out all this snow. I'm thinking, how in the world am I going to get up this bend? So what I did was I pulled the steering wheel, aimed it to the, moved the steering wheel, tried to steer to the left a little bit. And I remember for some reason, I don't know how I remembered there in between the two solid yellow lines that split the road, there's those little divots um, that let you know when you're going off the road. So I got into that and luckily I could finish getting up the hill and then uh, a little bit further than that was about two miles away from my house and got home perfectly fine. So for some reason when I was younger and I still do sometimes today, as you're going to find out here shortly, I think it's a four wheel drive vehicle that's non-stoppable in any, any type of weather condition. So a little bit more backstory about my car. It's been hit three times. Um, First time, I was parked out on the street, and a little kid hit it on his bicycle. I guess what we're assuming. So there was, he put a little ding in it, and we ended up having to take it to the uh, garage to get fixed. And, of course, it was brand new, uh, only a week old, and they were nice enough to repair it for free. Uh, they took care of that. And then the second time, someone backed into it with an SUV and crushed the whole front of my end, uh, front end of my car in. And it was parked that time, too. And then the third time was with my wonderful wife. I love her to death. Uh, back then, we were um, we were just dating at the time, and she lived in a different area, and she had an apartment. We were leaving her apartment, I think, to go get breakfast early in the morning. So the typical accident happens. Um, you're trying to get on a major highway on the on-ramp, and there's not a lot of room for you to go. So you kind of got to wait till traffic clears up. So I start to go and I see a car. So I hit the brakes and sure enough, she was looking back, seeing if anybody else was coming and just hit the back of me. I mean, she just bumped me a little bit and cracked my bumper. It was nothing major and she felt terrible. I was like, no, no, it's okay. Everything's fine. So those are some of the accidents my car has been in. Nothing major though. Knock on wood. Everything's still perfectly fine. And except this past, uh, except this past week, I was, oh, you know, I, I don't know how all of you are. I procrastinate when I have to get gas. For some reason, I hate getting gas. I mean, I live in Tennessee down here in the Memphis area and gas is so cheap here. It's, it's a little over $2. Uh, back home when we went home, um, when was that? It was a few weeks ago. We went back home and gas was $260, $270, 280 and so I still hate getting gas no matter what price it is because my tank is so small I'm getting it once a week so I'm one of those people where I wait till it's on E and I think man you know this is fine I'll make it so it's early in the morning I wake up at four o'clock to get to work um, around 4 30 I get in the shower and I get out of the shower my dog's scared to death I'm thinking what in the world's his problem then I hear it it's thunder and lightning out. It's raining really bad. I'm like, man, you know, this is terrible. And I waited to get gas. This is, this is terrible. So I get my car in the garage and I get out there and the car is like blowing. You know, when the wind blows and it's hard to steer a little bit, it's doing that. And I'm like, man, this is, this is ridiculous. I should have just got gas last night. I know I should have gotten it. So I get out of the car and start to, 
I get out of, I get I get in the car first of all. I go to the gas station, get out of the car, and of course the rain is blowing sideways in the gas station. It's blowing, so no matter where I stand, I'm gonna get wet. It, it, you know that that stuff just makes me mad. I I don't. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna have to stop procrastinating like that. And I suggest everybody else do it because you're gonna run into that same situation. I'm sure at some time in your life. So after I get gas, I start heading into work, and I'm almost to work on the highway. And all of a sudden, this truck comes out of nowhere. I'm in the center lane going to speed limit. The truck next to me is going just a tiny bit over the speed limit. And he starts drifting into the into my lane, so I slam on the brakes, and he just keeps coming over, drifting like I don't. I'm not even there. There's a car next to me passing me. He almost clips the front end of the guy's car who was next to me, and this pickup truck still goes over, goes down into like the grassy area that separates the highway, and then he and then I take off. I mean, I don't know what this guy's doing. I don't know if he's drunk. I don't know if he's still drinking and driving. I don't know what his problem is. So I gun it. And I look in my rearview mirror and he pulls back up on the road. He slams into, I guess it was the Jersey barrier guardrail. And I just see him cut across all the lanes of the highway. I'm like, man, he definitely got in an accident. So I pull into the parking garage and I look up on my phone, and I'm thinking, man, he's he's definitely going to, you know, this is going to cause all kinds of traffic jams. I have no idea what happened. I know I didn't imagine that in my head, but I'm looking at the traffic. I'm thinking, oh, man, traffic's going to be backed up. And it's like a major highway going into the city of Memphis. And I have no idea what happened to him. I So I, I don't know what was going on there. But anyway, so, you know, my car, you know, I love my car. performs well, and can't say anything about it so another story about the rain in my car you know when they say you know when it's raining bad out and the roads are flooded don't don't whatever you do don't drive in deep water well me and my wife this was maybe two or three months ago me and my wife it was pouring down rain and uh, it was when the hurricane came through the houston area and we uh, we got a ton of rain from it here in memphis so we were driving and we said, you know, let's go drive around and see how bad the roads are. There's a bad creek behind our housing plan where we live in. And when it when it rains out, it kind of gets a little flooded. So we're driving down the dirt road behind our housing plan. We get to this, we come to a T. And at the T, um, so if you imagine the letter T, we're coming up from the bottom of the T. And on the left-hand side, there's a farmer's pond there. And the farmer's pond is overflowing. It's a pretty decent sized pond, maybe an acre. And the water's just pouring across the roadway. I mean, we live in Memphis. There's not that many hills and it's all flat. So the water's pouring across <clears throat> the roadway. I look at my wife and like, ah, it's not that deep. No problem. We'll get through. So I, I mean, when I say I shouldn't have gone through, I mean, I shouldn't have gone through. I'm about halfway through and I'm like, <laughs> the water's coming up over the hood. And I'm like, man, there's no way I'm stopping now. I just got to keep going. <laughs> so we get to the T part. We look to the left, and it's even worse because the pond's, pond's right in the corner of the T. There's no way we're going that way. So we make a right-hand turn, and it, it's a long dirt road, maybe two miles before it comes out onto a paver. I'm like, well, let's go try this way so we don't have to drive back. And, that. and I felt terrible because she's really upset about it. 
So we're driving down, and we get about a mile down this dirt road. I mean, there's water just gushing down this road I'm driving on. And we get to the creek part, and there's a Jeep. I'm not kidding you. The Jeep was up to its windshield in water just just sitting there. And I'm thinking, oh, my. And I didn't, I couldn't really tell if there was anybody in it. And I figured they would have waved. I mean, we waited there for a little bit. No one, like, waved at us or anything. So I was guessing they were out. So I look at her. I'm like, well, we got to go back through that water that we came back through on. So I back up. And um, <clears throat> I'm backing up. And I turn around in a little um, turnaround area on a farmer's field, kind of. It's like a little gravel road that goes in there. So I'm turning around and we start to head back and the water got deeper in that small amount of time. And I'm just like, hey, we're just going to have to gun it. So I gun it as hard as I can go through the water. Water's coming up over my hood again. So I'm like, look, look, babe, there's nothing wrong. We're perfectly fine. So we get out of the water part. We're back on the road. And, oh, man, I'm like, man, I, I don't know what we would have done if we'd gotten stuck in that water. That would have been terrible. My car would have been done. So we drove a little bit, not even a quarter of a mile, and my car just starts puttering. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So the car, it just turns off. And I'm thinking, what in the world did I do? This is not good at all. It is still pouring down raining. Luckily, I just renewed my uh, AAA membership. So I said, if worse comes to worse, they could just tow it to my house. Because we're so close. So the car stops. I mean, it's the, the all the electrical components are still working. So <clears throat> I look at my wife and I say, I, you know, ah, you know, don't worry, we'll be fine. You know, I'm, we'll just call AAA. And I said, let me pop at the hood and I'll take a look at it. So I do not know anything about cars. That is why I have AAA. I I, I don't. I honestly, I couldn't. If I broke down and if I broke down, I have no idea what to do so um we i got a funny story about that too you'll you'll think i'm an idiot after i tell that story but anyway we'll get there eventually so i get out of the car pop the hood and i'm like looking to make make it look like i know what i'm doing i gotta be the manly figure and just be like yeah you know this car looks great there's nothing wrong i can fix anything so i'm looking at the car i have no idea what i'm looking at it's soaking wet underneath so we get back in the car and i wait a little bit and I try to start it again. <clears throat> so I hear the click, click, and it starts right back up. And I drove home thinking, man, man, this is terrible. So luckily I got home, and it's been perfectly fine. I checked the oil. I uh, called one of my friends. He said, you know, check the oil. Make sure that's one of the big things you want to worry about. Make sure water didn't get in the oil. And I'm glad he was able to help me and give me that advice because I looked in there, and luckily there was no oil, uh, no water in the oil. So it was one less thing I had to worry about. So back to me knowing nothing about cars. Oh man, it, it, so on my birthday, me and a couple of my family members, we went up to uh, we went up to the mountains to take a drive, and we try we tried to go up there every 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 time it's my birthday. So we get on top of the mountain. We're going down all these back roads we've never been before. We wanted to go exploring before we went to my other family member's house for my birthday to celebrate it. So we're driving around and we're having fun and we go around this bend and the back tire just, it just all of a sudden is flat. When I say flat, I mean, <laughs> so, well, well, let me back up. So, um, 
we drive the car a little bit and <laughs> someone goes, yeah, it's flat. I mean, you can hear it just pump, 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 pump. So I get out of the car. I'm thinking, oh man, I never changed a tire in my life. No one ever explained to me how to change a tire. I mean, it was brand new to me. So we get all this. Well, first of all, we get the tire out and then we can't find the tire jack to jack. I mean, the car jack to jack the car up. So, oh man, somehow we found it. It was under, I wish I could remember how we found it. I think we had to call somebody because I had no idea where it was at. It wasn't with the spare tire underneath the uh, trunk area. So, <clears throat> I uh, get the tire jack out, get the jack out, started lifting the car up, and then, so I get to the, like, the frame of the car, and I say, oh, man, there's no way I'm going to be jacking it up, because you know how there's two parts to jack, you kind of got to use the part that you get, use the lug nuts off to crank it up, well, I didn't know that, I saw a little square divot in there, I never thought to put it on the jack, so... It was like I was um, had a I don't know like a half inch dial rod in both of my hands. I just kept turning and turning and turning. I mean, my hands were killing me. I was like, "How do people jack their cars up?" So I finally look at the end of it. And I'm thinking, "There's got to be an easier way to do this." So I figured out to use the uh, lug nut part, uh, the tool for that. Put it on the jack and then lift the car up. So I get the car up. Uh, I the jack was the whole way up and the tire was still on the ground i'm thinking there's no way we could change this so i've had to figure it out obviously i did that wrong figured it out put the new tire back on and we were on our way so those are just some basic stories about my car and some different things i ran into and like i said i'm not the greatest with cars um but i know enough to well i don't know enough to get me through but I, i'll eventually learn how to get myself through um, well, I hope you enjoyed my second podcast here. If you have any suggestions, topics you want to talk about, or anything like that, um, please let me know. Like I said, I'm going to try to get this intro music on so I could tell a little story behind that. Um, so don't be shocked when you hear it, everybody. I know it's going to be the best thing you ever heard in your life. <laughs> I highly doubt it, but don't judge it. Um, we're going to definitely work on trying to get something else. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, if, Like I said, these first couple topics are not going to be the greatest uh, just because I'm still kind of new at this, but we'll, we will definitely make the show work. If, Like I said, if you have any topics, please send me an email. My email address is c1snightlyupdates at gmail.com. That's the letter C, the number one, the letter S, nightlyupdates at gmail.com. And then if you'd like, you could also follow me at Twitter at c1snightlyupdates. Uh, I'm going to try to post as much as I can on the Twitter account, uh, just to give you a little previews of the show, some little things I run into, and post some pictures on there too. All right, everybody, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hope you all have a good one.